Hey, get you better listen to comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's the host who just might roast you. Yes. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LennonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as cyclic adenosine monophosphate and 11 benevolent elephants. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Oh, hey, Dr. London. Is Where did you get that jacket from the, uh, from the like stupid, stupid jacket, ugly guy store? <laughs> oh, burn, I, roast. Are you, you're roasting my lab coat? Well, yeah, it's, it's, roast, roasting is very, very fun. And I thought we could sort of add that element to the podcast where we're sort of just like roasting each other. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Um, I was thinking it might be yes. fun to like pick a random listener and we just like and roast, roast them. them. People love roast. Have you seen like the subreddit r- r- slash r slash roast me? Oh, I thought that was a, the food thing. Like I knew Thanksgiving. It, that well, it is, but it's people deal. slamming these roasts. They're saying that roast looks so dry. It looks mm-hmm. like there's no flavor to it. Why not put some seasoning yeah. on that? Like just really owning yeah. the like really sort of nasty destroying destroying these roasts okay so i'll so we can try and our listeners are the ones who probably can take it the best oh yeah very thick skin um, and they don't know most words so a lot of things can sort of just slide by them so just pick someone on our listener list if you just go through it real quick and uh yeah um so susan okay and yeah sorry for for anyone listening now who's confused mm -hmm. about how we know we have all your stats oh yeah we have all your information that's that's why you don't get a phone i mean yeah if you have all of it yeah i mean you know that your data is being passed around and yeah do we know your bmi yeah are we tracking the bmi of all of our listeners on sort of a fun graph yeah of course it's a medical podcast yeah that's our whole yeah anyway so susan um yeah you you i i don't think that uh anyone's gonna be complimenting that dress you're wearing today Susan is really self-conscious about her clothes. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so I'll stay away from that. She That's has a sticky clothes, topic. but it's like what she grew up and we're wearing a lot of like thrift store store stuff back when like that wasn't cool. And so some of the kids okay. teased her. And so it's sort of a sensitive subject. So if we can just sort of lay off that when we're dealing with Susan, that'd be really, cause we, we're not trying okay. to like actually hurt someone's feelings. I mean, come on, okay. man. Like, yeah, no, I'm, so, I'm so sorry. That's, that's on me. Yeah. That's on me. Yeah. It's, it's a roast, not a, criticizing a toast when you're just sort of toasting someone you know heating it up yeah okay it's a roast not a toast okay so susan you um let's see the info we have here uh you've done a poor job at your tutoring of that underprivileged child is that good is that a good one i think that's fair i mean the kids grades are not very good so i mean it's accurate i think she knows that more than anyone yeah Okay, great. So, so we, I, hopefully that'll that'll bring in more listeners. Yeah, I mean that one. D- can I get a can I get a roast real quick? I mean, is that 
Yeah, well, I feel like you already did me, and it was pretty. Well, I got you on your jacket. Pretty harsh yeah. burn. But, but no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, Susan, your okay. so your oh, should I pick someone else or should are we? Yeah, I, I just maybe it's probably yeah. mean to keep going after Susan, huh? Well, for you to go after Susan, I yeah. feel like if both of us are ganging up, then that's called ganging up. Okay. Uh, well, what about uh, Jeffrey? It's sort of like Giraffe and Jeffrey combined together. That's one of our listeners, apparently. Yeah, Giraffe. Uh, okay, Giraffe. Let me look through his file. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Giraffe, you have never really gotten the hang of surfing. And that, I mean, what are you? Like a, okay. like a baby? I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm seeing, that... I'm reading here. Like, no, he's got some childhood trauma associated with that. Like his. His dad always promised to take him out to go surfing, and oh. um, it was kind of part of becoming a man in his family. Uh, and, so if you, and so, I want to, yeah, that's going to be a little sensitive to say that you're only okay at surfing; you're just not great at it. Yeah, like okay. it's, I, I don't see it going over well, and like we, we do our, like, and I hate to tell you how to do your job, but we, we want to retain the listeners. No, so I don't want to lose yeah, them. No, like I, this. I, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. So, uh, hey, uh, Giraffery. Um, how about, so your, uh, your laptop is running out of space. What, uh, can you, can you even download a song on that thing? Can you download a picture on that thing? There's like only two megabytes left on your laptop. Oh, oh, oh Roastmaster General. Oh, man. I, he just unsubscribed from the podcast. Oh. Okay. We'll work on this throughout the show. Okay, yeah. yeah, we'll figure this yeah, out no, later. We'll get it. Um, so that that's our producer Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the House. What is it you think about when you're all alone? Revisit scenarios like only you would know. What is it you change if it were a dream? Recreate each scene from these memories. If only it were. If only it were so. Thank you.
later, Cameron tells him we can expect a special guest. That's right, Dr. London. Yeah, so so do look forward to that. Uh, but before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Uh, it, does, it doesn't say you know, who, who, who sent it, but uh, just contextually. Okay, so it reads, um, does anyone know how to make vegan dog food? Grandson said it's good for Ted, end quote. From context, and I'm looking at our listeners here, that one was also Susan, I think. That would she's, make sense. Yeah. Um, so I guess, do we know how to make vegan dog food? I don't know what vegan is. I don't, well, vegan, I believe, is a type of gum. Yes. Okay. So it's dog food made with gum. Yeah, but here, here's my thing, is that I just is don't know if Ted is actually committed to being vegan. He has gone back and forth with being vegan yeah. so much. It's like every other summer, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I've actually uh, get, gone back to going vegan. Mm-hmm. But then the next winter, there's no, gum, just, there's no gum in his pockets at all. Yeah. And so you're like, or okay. like at best it's juicy fruit. Yeah. Like so it's like, why are we committing to this juicy fruit fraud? Mm-hmm. You okay. know what I mean? Why 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 are we bending over backwards to figure out how to make special dog food for him when next week he might not even have access to good gum anymore? That's true. So and it's just not worth it. It's not worth and it. And for it to be dog food also is confusing me a little bit, but I guess maybe that's part of the culture. I you know, I I'm not on such a specific diet, so I'm, I guess I'm just not aware. Oh, yeah. Yep. Vegan culture, I should... so I, I've dabbled in it a little bit, um, so it is very, ooh, do I want to say animal-based? A lot of animals end up dying in the process of, of becoming vegan is sort of the best way I can put it that. So it being dog food is sort of like an ironic play. It's fun. Okay, okay. It's just a terminology that, like, it's a turn of phrase. It's not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, they're saying dogs will die to make it, but it's yeah. not necessarily commenting on the contents. Yeah, of the food. it's not necessarily like, oh, this is actually dog food for dogs. It's sort of a jokey thing because, yeah, in every bowl, maybe two or three dogs had to be put down for right. it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I once again, I'm just not as familiar, but but thank you to that. Listener, thank you to Susan for reaching out. And thank you for listening. Uh, now for today's medical topic, lactose intolerance. Lactose intolerance is a condition in which patients are unable to fully digest lactose, uh, and that's the type of sugar that's found in milk. Uh, no weight loss is typically associated with lactose intolerance because lactose is only one of several sugars to absorb. However, stool osmolality is increased. And so this causes fluids to be pulled uh, into the stool, and that, that results in diarrhea. Diagnosis is typically made by removing all milk-containing products from the diet, and then you wait a single day for the resolution of those patient's symptoms. And, I, I, you know, maybe we should specify, you know, just because you have these symptoms of being sort of intolerant doesn't mean that that's how you have to be forever. I think we've okay, all yeah. sort of, like, grown over, over, as you get older, sort of become more progressive and maybe some things that you used to scoff at you you probably should be a little more open-minded about yes so maybe just being intolerant about every new idea that comes along maybe you know this lactose thing or whatever maybe maybe actually think about it and be open to it yeah i I think for for these you know these patients that might not that struggle might you know 
persist just for for their own natural body you, you know you, like they can't help it you support our audience being intolerant of new ideas and new things not new ideas necessarily i think it's more the substance that i i, I you know i'm gonna come substances across that are important to many people in many different cultures and ideas and worlds and but you just want to shut them off because of this what'd you call it like a lap like a laptop? A la- it's lactose intolerance. So, so treatment for this lactose intolerance, because we do have a treatment. Um, okay. And it's, it's similar. So you, you either you avoid the milk products, except for yogurt, uh, or you can use oral lactase replacement. And that, that can also be effective, and that's available over the counter. So. Oh, okay. Wait, so you're saying to get over things I was intolerant about, maybe in the past I could have just taken like a pill? That would have been so much easier than all the like growing and learning and maturing I did. Yeah, uh, I'm not you, like. The- For example, I I'm gonna be honest. As a kid, I I completely rejected the idea that the Earth might actually be flat. I'm just gonna say it. I know that's probably embarrassing to say, like, uh, but I, I I'm not prideful about it. But yeah, no, I I did believe like, oh, the Earth must be round. This is the only way this works. This is the only mm-hmm. way this makes sense. Uh, you know, it did take me a little time for me to grow up and to be a little more open and tolerant to the ideas of the earth is flat. There's military people sitting at the poles, making it where you can't get up there and they'll shoot you if you get up there. So so you're saying that you would, you're relieved that there might be a pill to, to speed you along that journey to accepting that. Oh yes. Cause it took me years to sort of get over that mental hurdle. Yeah that mental block of like, I'm unwilling to accept reality. Yeah. You know, but once I was able to accept it, you know, take that pill of a certain color, then, oh, my eye, my mind was so open. A metaphorical pill. Yeah. Okay. Because you said of a certain color. I just wish it was a literal pill. You said of a certain color as if there is a specific pill that you, never mind. Well, I, I, I got red pilled on. Okay. On, uh, on flat earth. Okay. All right, well, but it's mainly the part about military guys sitting at the poles and then just sort of popping people as they try to discover the truth. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, and I, you know, I can't really comment because I'm I'm not as sure about it as you are, but uh the idea that it's got to be military, right? It's got to be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They've got the guns. Yeah, they have several. Anyway, well, we can move on from there if that's if that that's all right for you. Yeah, sure. I mean, is there, I mean, is that, that's it? Just lactose intolerant people, you take this pill or, yeah, or you just you avoid don't eat cheese anymore. Yeah, you avoid the milk products except for yogurt. Yeah, it's not that hard to treat, but it, people do God. suffer from it. So, you, I mean, what do doctors even do? Honestly, the more medical lessons I sit through, the more I realize how much of it is just you going, oh, well, you just, you don't, you don't eat that anymore. Yeah. I, I can do that. I can tell people to stop eating stuff. Yeah, I know. You, you often do. It's, it's kind of, frustrating how often you tell people just stop eating stuff uh at least this is this is kind of specific and targeted um it's not just anything it's you stop eating these products yeah okay we'll move on Karen, you said that we have a special guest today, is that right? That's right, Dr. London. We have one of the most special guests we've ever had on this show. Wow. Okay, and is, is there a way that you 
evaluate that. Oh yeah, I've got a chart. If yeah. you look at it, if you look at it, it's just a line yeah. that goes up every single week. Yeah, because we just get okay, better so, and better as a show. Wow. So it's it's not even there, there are no zigzags to it. It's just a straight line. It looks a lot like just a line drawn than rather than a it chart. Looks, yeah, it looks like a line indicating success is what you're saying. Do you want it to go down occasionally? You want to throw in bad guests into the mix? Sure. Next week, I'll get the shittiest guest we've ever had on this show. Does that, does that make you feel better? No, I just, it's, it's just, you know, the accuracy of it, whatever. It, it, I'm sorry. Um, it, our, our guest. Um, sorry, my, my name is DrLennonSmith.com. This is our producer, Cameron. And what was your name? My name is Flavia D. Bridgertonian. Tonio. Tonio, that's it. Okay. Bridgertonian Tonio? Yes, the whole thing. I'm not going to repeat it. My name is Flavia D. Bridgertonian. Tonio. Flavia, what, what brings you to the show? What, what, uh, why, why are you here? I am so excited because you are a doctor and you are a human. And we have a product at Bridgertonio Tonio Corp that helps humans with problems in the same way doctors do. Except it's not a doctor. Are we? Are you talking about something that will finally replace doctors? Get these evil people off this earth? The way we see it is you have doctors at the hospitals, so you need someone at home. So we have a robot for you. Oh. For, for me? Or for... I guess... Is, who, who is this for? Yeah, is this for Dr. London? I... I was kind of thinking it would be for you, Cameron. Doctor's reception of our robots has not been excellent, so we're trying to test it out with uh, non-doctor humans. I, I think that is the smartest way to go because these doctors are so picky about, oh, you got to do this exactly, and you got to do that exactly. Whereas the average person like me, I mean, I'll just be impressed if the robot just spins around. That already baseline, I am incredibly impressed. So anything beyond that, I am just thrilled. Wonderful. Yeah. I mean. So can this, can this robot do it that? It can spin around. It can spin around. Yes. 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 I mean, it does much okay. more. It, what it does is it helps people uh, with their problems. Wow. Okay. That sounds very broad. Mm-hmm. Is that... Um, and you said medical problems? Is it specific to medicine? A lot of people use it for medical problems, but really you can do it for anything. Um, a lot of people set New Year's resolutions and had their robot help them keep it. For instance, I want to feed my dog every day. So, I mean, you could imagine ways a robot could help you feed your dog every day, right? Yeah, I mean, I can imagine it. Does that mean that it does it? Or is, it that, is that just something that I imagine and it sticks no. up here in my brain? No, so the robot makes sure humans do all work, but it will tell the humans to do the work. Oh, okay. okay so it doesn't ju- it's, doesn't just exist in my imagination. It's real life spinning around telling me to feed the dog. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. So this sounds a little bit like it's like a supervisor, basically. Kind of. I mean. We modeled it for, after our parents, you know? I'm sorry. You, when you say we, you mean 
the yes. D. Bridgetonian Antonio Corporation. Yes. And that entire We're a family business. Okay. And you, so your entire family base it on your parents mm-hmm. or your parent company. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I just want to clarify this. Mm. Are you saying, are, did you say parents or parrots? Parrots. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's confusing sometimes to people because parents nag you, but parrots can also be trained to nag you. Oh, so this is sort of like a digital bird doctor. We sh- That's such a great tagline. Your digital bird doctor is so I'm because I'm I'm trying to come to terms with it. So you have this bird, and I'm just like me trying to grasp the concept of you know the, this project. Sure. Um, you have this robot that's based on a parrot, and mm-hmm. or your parrot specifically, um, mm-hmm. and it yells at you to to do stuff. Is that? basically it that's and so, right and so you're hoping that this will have medical applications but also broad applications well i mean it yes. sounds like you've already had you already have customers right you already have people who use this we do we do well i, I should say we have people who have this robot parrot in their home okay period that's oh okay, okay. Put it there end, of, end of sentence okay yeah yeah so uh, hmm. I mean, that's pretty cool. I have a lot of things in my home. Yeah, I mean, the beauty of it is that it can fly to you, right? So sure. no need for delivery or ordering or anything like that. Okay, so it can fly. Um, It can fly. Does it look like a bird? Yes. Like, does it look like a parrot? Oh, okay. So it's a little okay, robot yeah. parrot that flies around. That actually is incredible. Yeah, thank you for passing the schematics and everything. We do have a lot see your pitch here um yeah i thought the diagrams would be helpful um some people think it looks like a surveillance drone but Mm. we think it looks like a parrot well the propellers right for me are a big thing Um, yeah yeah well i had a question i mean you you sort of mentioned that it is in people's homes is that how did they put that there or is is the is the robot making the choice to go in their house or how does this work exactly? Yeah, I mean our company policy on it is if your windows are open, you are welcoming flying objects into your home. Oh wow, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I I think a lot of people overlook that when they open their windows. Um, but I mean that's their fault, not ours. Right. A window open turns your private property basically into public mm-hmm. property. Exactly. At least the airspace of your home. So how how have some of the people? So I guess not customers, mm, recipients. Not we. Yeah, we how, just call them humans. How have some of the humans uh, used this for for medical needs? For instance, we have uh, some of these parrots that are in homes with kids who have asthma, and so when a child coughs. It'll say something like, asthma, asthma, asthma. Oh, wow. So it, now it, is that happening if the kid doesn't have asthma? Like if the kid just coughs, does it just make that assumption? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I guess based on the medical information we were able to find on the internet, um, children who cough have asthma. Okay. Oh, so and that is true. I guess what Doctor well, London. My knowledge of asthma is more, and maybe you know, maybe you have medical advisors who are telling you differently. But you know, asthma is usually nope. you think of wheezing more. 
and coughing would be oh i mean coughing can definitely happen in asthma but coughing isn't like the first thing you think of whenever you hear it you think of wheezing whereas you know with say like having a cold or pneumonia the flu like like a lot of that stuff or there's this kind of there's this coronavirus going around uh that we recently heard about and that one um also causes a cough sometimes so i'm see and this is you know this is when i hear this man speak in all this technical medical jargon saying blah blah bleep blue i suddenly realize yeah i need one of these medical parrots in my robot parrots in my house because i don't want to ever have to listen to this man again yeah i mean I I think actually part of the reason I wanted to come on this podcast was to get some medical information we could program into the roadmap. So what I took from that was uh, when someone coughs, shout asthma or pneumonia or flu or coronavirus. Yes, I think that that really sounds like actually list those things and then also specify you do not have asthma because he said people with asthma do not cough. Right, right. So you don't have asthma. You might have pneumonia, COVID. Wow. Wow. You should think about uh, freelancing with with our corporation. Just these are great ideas. Oh, just as like an ideas guy? I love being an ideas guy. Just sitting in the room, just throwing out. I mean, do you want, do you want another idea? Sure. What do what you think about, people need to hear? Oh, I, well, so I think maybe just shouting things is sort of limited. I think oh. maybe having some sort of a, I, I would say a, like a gun or some sort of weapon that can be attached to it, that if there's a burglary or something, you'll be protected. So it's both an assistant and helper and also sort of your bodyguard. Oh, interesting. See, when you said that, I definitely thought you were thinking that could be a form of, you know, threat to help motivate people to take care of themselves and do their goals. Hey, what what the bird does with the gun is none of my concern. Yeah. I think the most important thing to me as the ideas guy is just that the bird has access to it, you know? Okay. Well, and the schematics definitely seem like you have thought of this to some extent i think Mm -hmm. i i think i maybe stole the idea from the blueprints because it does look like there's a gun holster on the sort of the underneath the wing of this bird yeah for sure i mean the bird comes with many things we we wanted to set ourselves up for the future so it has a camera a recording device uh, a temperature gauge um an ai a harpoon harpoon. yeah 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 the harpoon uh was has not proven to be useful so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see a lot of notes in here about the potential for whaling. Um, yeah. You know, whale hunting. And I'm wondering, is that, I don't know, like, is that the first market you want to be targeting? Well, Dr. Like, London, I guess- you have to think, I mean, this needs to be an assistant to everyone. Are you saying that sea captains shouldn't have, like whalers shouldn't have assistants? Shouldn't have some digital help? Yeah. I will say that we've we've struggled with the whale hunter market because there's so much wind out there that our um, pairs just sort of end up in the ocean. Um, yeah, we've lost like four to five million. Oh wow! Yeah. So you okay? So you were really targeting whalers pretty heavily. Yeah, I mean, we started with the harpoon, and yeah. then we thought, what market could this serve? And yeah. There was only whale hunters. 
So do any of your uh, humans enjoy having the parrot assistant around? Well, we do record everything they say and then, you know, run it through AI to see how people feel about it. And um, most people, I'll say this, most people who have one of these in their homes later convert to some type of conspiracy theory religion. We don't know why that's related, uh, but that is one major outcome we've seen. Hmm. I well, do you think it's something that because uh, I see the instructions on here, or I guess the pre-programmed aspects of the the bird? It seems like there is a lot of shouting out, or I guess pre-recorded. Yeah, okay. It looks like audio recordings from uh, certain like, info wars. Prayers in Latin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, prayers in Latin in intermixed with info wars headlines mm-hmm. and clips like actual sound clips from it which yeah. for one thing i'm wondering about if there's a licensing issue there but no nope. i guess more importantly as you said if they're changing to other sort of conspiratorial religions did, did i yeah. guess i'm wondering why did you put this in were you just trying to fill it with content was that yeah i mean let's just say that licensing that information was was pretty easy. Um, licensing other information has been pretty challenging. So, and we don't. Oh, but the the Alex Jones stuff specifically was pretty easy to get. Yeah, huh? exactly. And you know how it is. If how how creepy would it be if there's a flying drone like parrot in your home, completely silent? Oh my gosh, that would be that so would, scary. Yeah, give me the creeps. So scary. Okay. Ooh, the willies just thinking about yeah. that. Yeah. But a lot less scary to have the a bird fly into your home and just scream clips about like false flags. Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. And also crisis actors. Phrases yeah. in Latin. Yeah. Uh, oh. Okay. Some people take so long to get it. You two are so sharp. Well, okay, yeah. So I'm reading through. I mean, there's a I lot. I mean, of- Dr. London, she, she she did come here because she wants to make this product medically better i mean as a doctor you're looking through the schematics do you have any maybe ideas from that sort of angle yeah um so i mean there are such a thing as you know robotic surgeries that happen you know surgeries done by a robot i see like you've really heavily emphasized just how many scalpels and just straight up swords uh are to be carried it, by it. it it seems that the bird's talons are made up of I mean, yeah, little swords, I think, is the best way you could yeah. you could call it. I mean, I guess, like, metal shrapnel. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be a particular type of metal. We source it from many of the local junkyards. Um, well, see, this is the part where I think I would say you might want to be more careful about it because uh, if, and this is a huge if, if you are wanting to have your robotic bird fly into so- to someone's house and perform a surgery, you would want the materials they use for the surgery to be, you know, s- properly clean, sterilized. So sourcing from the junkyard might be a poor choice for that. Well, does the, maybe the bird, ca- I mean, it is a bird, so maybe it can find a bird bath and bathe itself first before it performs this sort of invasive surgery. That is brilliant. I also wanted to ask if maybe the situation would be different if we if we flew into hospitals. 
I mean, you mentioned at-home surgeries are problematic. I think hospitals seem much safer. That seems so much safer, yeah. And more access to these sort of, uh, you know, purifying materials to to make the stuff clean, yeah, Dr. Linda. The autoclaves and whatever, yeah, hospitals do tend to have that. But I, I feel like this is one of those things where, you know, in an ideal situation, the, the bird wouldn't be doing the surgery. Oh, like that's, no. Oh, no, no. AI would do that, definitely. And where is the AI? Like, is that, is that in I'm the sorry, bird? That's artificial intelligence, right? That's, yes. that's the word? Okay, that, that's right. Okay. And, a, and it is You've heard the phrase the bird. bird brain. I mean, we wouldn't want a bird to be doing surgery. You definitely want right. something more intelligent, like artificial intelligence. Um, but is the AI using the bird's body to do this? Yes. AI doesn't have okay. a body. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, yeah. That, that is very true. I did see her, which taught me a lot about that. Mm, okay. We loved that movie at but, work. And I'm sorry to, to be backing up on this so much, but like, so the bird with the artificial intelligence, I, I don't think that it should be performing the surgeries because, you know, the medical knowledge and sort of even the, the ability to properly feel for the, the pressure and everything, like all that is kind of a difficult and learned skill. Uh, uh, speaking of pressure, that's what I'm feeling right now, Dr. London, is you're feeling pressure by being automated. You thought as a doctor, you were always going to be foolproof and never be replaced by robots. But you see this parrot performing surgeries that you want to be performing. And you say, oh, no, automation bad. I, uh, no, that can't happen. This is, this is classic response to parrots. You know, Parrots yeah. are actually kind of an endangered species because when people heard them talk for the first time, they thought, that's smarter than me. And, you know, part of our mission is to bring parrots back into the lives of everyone. Yeah, parrots used to be everywhere, like in every country, on every continent, everywhere. But people were so mad that the birds were smarter were, that they would yeah. cook them and eat them. Kind of like an I'll show you who's smarter. Okay, that part, yeah, historically, sure. I recognize that. You know, people's just so much insecurity for for everyone globally did lead to the, uh, I guess, at least partial extinction of these parrots. But well, I d- and that's part of why we have the shrapnels too. You know, we don't want a situation like that to happen again. So yeah, yeah. So I was reading through the security protocols for the self defense protocols for the, the the bird, and it does seem like a little excessive to me. Well, you haven't seen the things people have tried to do to the birds to get them out of their house. I guess, could I, could I explain to you at least my take so far? Maybe you can correct me on this. Sure. Sort of what would be happening. Like for, so I'm walking around my house and this metallic bird creature flies in through the window, starts yelling at me about uh, like how these frogs are being turned gay. And then I look up at it and I make eye contact with it. Um, And this is like a split second. According to your schematics here, it will attack at that point. Yes. It's go for throat is what it reads. Yeah, direct eye contact you should not do with one of these. I guess I, I don't see the reason for that. Like, do you think that that's... You don't see the reason that the robot should be able to protect themselves? Okay. I mean, yes. I 
because it's for, i'm not going to mistake this do you i mean I, i'm seeing the pictures it's it doesn't it's a very metallic like it does, it's not even plastic like a normal drone it's it's a metallic creature yeah and a metallic creature with ai smart enough to know that you are a threat if you make eye contact with it that's what it sounds like it's a pure animal instinct which is what you well, want in AI. You know, everyone is so obsessed with trying to recreate the human brain. But it's like, no, it's still a bird. So yes, of course, it's going to be thinking like a bird. That's what it sounds like, right? It's the AI, but it's essentially a bird brain AI. Yeah. Well, what's amazing is that we've been able to combine a few different animal brains in it. So it's, oh, wow. it's yeah, it's sort of part bird, part shark. Uh, part, part panda. Um, yeah, I'm reading there is a long list here. Yeah, Yeah. I could keep going. Part cattle. Yeah, part cattle. Um, part kangaroo. Uh, That's where it gets the violence. Um, yeah. I I guess. And it's I I so the pouch for holding weapons. So I do it. So it does say part chupacabra, and that. Is this is maybe the only point in this that I've been flipping through the schematics where I do have to wonder if that's maybe not an issue because I do believe the chupacabra. I mean, it it sucks people's blood, right? Isn't is it's like vampiric, right? Am I crazy about that? Uh, to be fair, we didn't know much about that animal when we put its uh, DNA in the AI sequencing tool. So. I don't know if that's, you know, favoring you that much. If you programmed it to have the mind of a vampiric creature, but your defense is that you didn't research it. Like what, yeah. what made you, yeah, sorry. So this is a good question. What, what made you re, uh, what made you choose these animals to put in the brain? Um, they were the ones that had the DNA most available on the animal DNA black market. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's just what well, was get, around. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's it was a sort business. Of a, it's a cost benefit analysis. We need a yeah. hundred pieces of animal DNA. How can we get this in the most affordable way? Wow. Okay. And I would think a you know legendary folklore creature that sucks the blood of its victims would be more expensive, but it sounds like that was maybe on the cheaper end. Yes. Surprisingly cheap. I mean, to be fair, we didn't validate the DNA of any of these animals. We took it at face value, but most of these dealers are quite honest people. Yeah, typically on Silk Road and those kind of black market sites, you're going to find sort of some pretty cool people. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to, to have so much hesitation over these. Uh, what I, is your problem, Dr. London? You're, I see your face. What, what, you have another issue? I think I know it. I think I should have asked this before, but... Do you happen to be of the opinion that robots should be controlled by humans? Yeah, well, of course. You you said at the start that this was Uh, to help people. You know. Helping is different than controlling. Uh, Dr. London, you think anyone who helps someone should be, like, in servitude and be controlled by that person? Ugh. Of course you think that. All these specifications on you know instinctive maneuvers they have written here are just so they seem opposite from what they like if if the human does try to control which i it seems to be any movement by the human that's an attack 
well, they're going to be attacked. The the robot does take a few minutes to learn the human's behavior. So it identifies standard movements and identifies non-standard movements, which could be potentially okay. dangerous. What are the so, standard uh, movements? How many... Yeah, I guess what are yeah what are the if one of these flies into my house, what should I do? I think maybe yes. this would be good for our listeners to learn. So they'll learn more and about because your it might fly into their house. Yeah, it might already have. Yeah, um, I would say do as many movements as you can do within the first three and a half minutes. Um, that's pretty much your window of time for training it. Uh, so. Anything you think you would do in a normal day, cooking, going to the bathroom, working, sleeping, uh, feeding your dog, playing with your children. Juggling. Um, I would... Juggling. Slurping. Slurping. These are all verbs. Embalming, yeah. Uh, so, so it's... I see in here it also... You, you mentioned feeding the dog. Um, it will become the dominant animal in the room. That seems to be a trend here. So... Yeah. Yeah, it does specify, it does become sort of the pack leader, alpha figure within the household. It's true. That is true. Okay, and you're... That, that, that's it. Because to me, it seems like, you know, if you have, say, like a little, you know, chihuahua or something, like just you have a tiny dog that's not really doing anything, this... It looks like this bird is going to specifically make it serve the bird and it will attack the dog until it does, you know, become subservient. Is that I mean what you summarized it pretty well. You know, I would say that if you have multiple animals, it will, you know, become their pack leader in the order of their size. That's probably an important piece of information. Okay. I just um it seems like a you're wondering why the robot yeah. needs to readjust the hierarchy in the house anyway. Well, Dr. London, you're not a new element entering a home you've never lived in before. It's true. Things have to adjust and change. Yeah. yeah. And the, the shoot first, because, yeah, obviously there are also, we, we've been mentioning the blades, but also just how weaponized this thing is. Different, uh, not just bullets, but I, I see a flamethrower is an attachment that I guess it's not on every bird, but it's on some yeah. of them. It does look mm-hmm. like it's the, you have attachment tiers. So you've got the flamethrower tier. You have a gardening tier, which looks really nice. It has a little, uh, well, it has a lot of shears and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I guess still weapons, but you could say like hedge cutters. Yeah, we kind of had to yeah. walk the line, you know, because if it had too many weapons on it, then people would get very upset within the first three and a half minutes take it down but if it didn't have enough weapons then people would try to take it down after three and a half minutes and we've we've iterated you know as people learn new ways to take down our robot we learn new ways to protect wow okay have you guys because you've put so much equipment and so many equipment tiers on this robot have you guys considered allowing it to do more than just yell out commands like maybe actually do stuff rather than it sounds like mostly just attacking people um attacking dogs and then yelling instructions have you thought about maybe expanding that i feel like that's pretty good you know as a human there's few things i want to do besides speak and attack so we we try to wow. give that same opportunity to our robots. Yeah, okay. 
I and Flavia, do you have one of these in your home? I have many. Oh wow! And what like what what's a normal day for you? I wanna I wanna know what it's like to live with these around. Yeah. So um, I. I don't know. We sort of have a special relationship, I think, me and and the robots that live in my home. Um, so, oh, they've they've imprinted on you. Yeah, I mean, they're the leaders, right? So often they want to get up early in the morning. Um, they want a nice little polish. Uh, we kind of check the status of all of their equipment. They really appreciate that. Um, and then we talk. You know, well, mostly I listen, but. Yeah, and it's just clips from like Infowars and stuff in Latin. Well, so they've started expanding out. I don't know how, but they connected to the internet and have been starting to find some of their own things. Um, that's actually where I first heard about you. Oh, okay. It's from of the robots. Oh, wow. They like they were just talking about us? Or what, were they sort of opening their mouths and then our podcast would play? Because I'm interested on which would be... I don't know which I would want more. I'd kind of want the bird to maybe just like talk about how much they love us and how cool we are. Yeah. I mean, it was more of the latter, I'll be honest. It was just sort of your <sighs> podcast. But it was, it was odd because I only heard you, Cameron. Yeah. Oh, it was... So it just... Maybe he... It sounds like maybe the bird got access to our Google Drive and just got my microphone stems and not the whole podcast. Maybe, but sometimes during the blank spaces, it would specifically say, we have taken this part out. We don't think it's good for you to hear. Huh. Oh, yeah. That's after DJ Dylan does the proper editing for the show, which is what we have to do to keep it interesting and fresh. Uh, but yeah, that's just that's just the editing. I mean, I haven't heard that version. Is that? Um... Oh yeah, no. I mean, that's you get the special version because you're the host, Doctor London. You get a very special version of the podcast. Well, just special. Like I just hear my voice back. That doesn't seem that you know overly special. It just sounds like how a recording would work. Yeah, it's just not how the podcast ends up when it's uploaded to iTunes. Okay. okay. Uh, um. Okay. So I'm sorry to we just. Yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead. I I guess just to sort of f- finish up here, I, my advice would be, if you're asking for the, the medical thing, um, sure. the use that I could see is like if there are updates on, you know, vaccines, on, you know, dosages and mm. stuff, like things that people should be aware of as a public health thing, then that would be something useful maybe to to, to play through the mouth of the bird. But... Well, is oh. I, I am curious though if the bird is influenced by Infowars, it might be anti-vax. Is how what are the birds' opinions on vaccines? You know, I it it's gone both directions. It's oh yeah, you know, information is constantly coming out about it. So, uh, I would like to say that the birds are pro-vaccine, um, but we also have data that shows that. Most of the people who join these conspiracy theory religions also do not get the vaccine. Yeah, it sounds like the birds are sort of still doing their own research. Yeah, but I like that advice. So you're saying that when uh, our 
autonomous metal birds fly into your home without warning and then potentially start attacking you, they should also say something like, get a vaccine. I, that would be a one step up from what's currently happening. Yes. I can. Yeah. But I don't know that it's. I'm not sure that I can endorse this product, I guess, is where I would have to land on it. Um, well, I mean, Flavia, were you wanting Dr. London's endorsement? Because you can get my endorsement. That's I can I can I have zero issues handing that out. We were. That's actually what we really were hoping for. Yes. Okay. I, so many people in these homes just hear your voice all the time. I think you saying that it's a good thing for this to be in their home would really help. Oh wow. Okay. So so like our podcast is in rotation now. It's we're in. We're being played in homes everywhere. That's so good for our brand. I, yeah, well, you know, we have, we have chores to do, and I hate to, like, mm. to, to move away from this conversation, but there are... I, we have to do these chores, and I feel like there's not chores? much... Chores? What are you talking good? about, Dr. London? Should I explain it? If, if, you, if you would. Okay, Dr. London brought up these chores that we have to do. What are chores? Chores are little tasks you have to do, little errands you gotta run, little things you gotta do around your house. Dr. London and I have unfortunately been neglecting our chores for a while. Um, I don't, I, I don't have an excuse. Master Chef was on. It wasn't good, but we didn't know how to turn it off, and it was very loud. So that became most of our weekend. So anyway. Yeah. We have a ton of stuff on our to-do list, so we made this chore wheel just to hopefully knock some things off, check some things off the list, get things done. And we spin this chore wheel every single week in whatever it lands on. That is the chore we have to do. And Dr. London, even if that means shaving your eyebrows, which I know you say hurts. You say it hurts, which I don't believe you. Well, just with... Because I only had the one razor. Yeah. And it's... You do just have a straight... Like a straight edge razor, it, and it is very rusted. Yeah, like crumbling, kind of rusted. So, but if it, it I, I'm sorry, but if that's what it lands on, you got to do it. I, I mean, I haven't shaved well, my I, eyebrows I know the rules. in weeks, Doctor Linda. Yeah, and it looks ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone the other day just mentioned, like, "Hey, I noticed that you actually have eyebrows now. It's not just completely bald there." And I, I felt so embarrassed that someone saw me outside like that. Ugh. Oh, what? Okay, but yes, we we have to do these chores. Um, and uh, Flavia, if you wouldn't mind going ahead and giving that, it's you see that giant wheel over there? Could you give that a spin? Yeah. Um, so this is to figure out which chore we have to do today. And oh, there it goes. Okay, not this one. Okay, so we. Uh, you know, the Jock Doc podcast is always trying to expand more, you know, our brand and everything. So we are uh, now making our own version of a space program. Ah, you know, this yes. is kind of all the CEOs are getting in on this and we, we're not going to be left behind. You know, this is where industry is going. And so um, we just have to basically come up with all the different um, aspects of our space program. And, or I guess let's sort of set the stage for what it will be okay yeah uh, maybe designs where the our space shuttle is going to go yeah maybe come, let's come up thing. with a name come up with a plan and like a goal yeah. date that we want to do 
I mean, yeah. I think we could just keep it simple and call us JASA. It's just whatever NASA stands for, but replacing the N with Jock Doc. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and sorry, and please, uh, Flavia, or I, I don't know, do you prefer, I should have asked this earlier, uh, Flavia or you know, Miss uh, D. Bridgetoni Antonio? Uh, yes, Miss D. Bridgetoni Antonio. You prefer that? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, I'm so, so sorry Miss... for calling you by your first name earlier. That was very rude. Yeah. I should have asked. Okay. Uh so, so Miss D Bridgetoni Antonio, uh any any suggestions you have here with your industry experience, we will also appreciate. Mm. Um so name, does that sound good to you? JASA? Yes. Yeah. Sounds okay. like NASA. Which I think will Okay, okay. Well I think a lot of people will be like especially out. if we're trying to get funding and maybe we're doing like cold calling older people, I think having a confusing name that sounds similar to something legitimate would be really helpful. Okay. Okay. So so we're JASA is our company, um or our I guess our under company, whatever. Uh okay. So now uh let's figure out where we're gonna go. Having a target is good. Okay. Well, uh, everyone is obsessed with Mars right now. You hear about Mr. Musk trying to go to Mars and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And Matt Damon. We saw what happened when Matt Damon tried to go up there. He got stuck up there. Yeah. Too and risky. it's like, that's, it's very risky. He had to make potatoes and use his own duty for fertilizer. Yeah. I just, it was disgusting. It's disgusting. And that's just not the life I want to live. So, I mean, where, no. I mean, what's better than Mars? Venus. Oh. And which one is okay. that? It's uh it's hot there. It's... It'd be kind of like a beach vacation, I think. Um Okay. 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 So um things we'll need for that if it's hot. Um and we we don't need to hire a bunch of people for this because we I think we think tank it here, we can pretty easily get the word out. Yeah. Um, I mean sunglasses. So, uh, sunglasses yeah uh well if it's hot also i'm thinking like uh sandals sort of yeah and like maybe i wouldn't wear a shirt necessarily oh a crop top yes okay yeah that's better than your suggestion of bringing shirtlessness which is i mean i'm not sure you can bring that but a crop top you can definitely bring that with you Okay. Well, I just because for me, I was also thinking of weight issues, and then yeah. if we're we're trying to keep the weight minimal, which we will for space flight. You're then, saying that even if we get you a crop top, you're taking that bad boy off. Is that that's? I'm, well, I'm not bringing it. Yeah. Okay. If yeah, you bring it, it'll weigh down the ship. I I could tell you we're getting towards that, but that's fine. Are you're still wearing your your coat though, right? You're just shirtless underneath it. My lab coat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that plus um, sandals, guess, sunscreen, sunglasses. Yeah. Um, yeah, booty shorts. Yeah. Gas masks. Ooh, I mean, do do I have to? Those are sort of uncomfortable to wear. Why do I need a gas mask? Is it stinky there? Is it stinky? It's made of gas. Or maybe Ooh. that was another planet. You'll find out when you get there. Okay. I think that's the attitude. Yeah. yeah. Let's just be ready for Except whatever. For ga- anything gassy. Uh, I don't, gas masks, they make you... I don't like how they look. I don't like the aesthetic. I can't wear my sunglasses with them. Well, that's... Yeah. I mean, I think part of space travel, part of the discipline of becoming an astronaut is that you do have to start to learn to wear your sunglasses on the outside and just kind of tape oh, them on. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and just I've, that's part of growing I'm gonna be honest, up. I've is, never been to space, so know. I've never done that part or anything. Wow. Is wow. Oh, I, that's, okay. I didn't realize. I knew that at least one of y'all did. I didn't realize both of you had been to. Now I feel very silly and embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But yes, no. I just we. I grew up in sort of a, um, you know, middle class family, and, um, you know, we just. I yeah. yeah well, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to hear more about your dirty family i it's just yeah my my upper middle class family is just we didn't have we grew up still wanting and needing lots of things like going to space yeah i would and keep that story it was really, to yourself if you go to venus is that too much i'm sorry about that mm-hmm. is that too much hearing yeah. about it now i feel like we really kind of gave you a lot of hints here to just shut up because it's really know, just a down kind of gross to, to think about, think about upper middle class people yeah you might want to change the name from jassa you don't want people to google jassa and find this information and learn that about you so so we won't put that on the website is what i'm hearing okay um yeah everyone who's already been to space we've already been to space you don't have to worry about that uh and we'll just gloss over whatever cameron's thing i mean if cameron can even handle space now i have all these doubts that i didn't have before i'll do the training i'll do the training I, it's it's just not the same, um, which kind of makes me feel like we're not gonna. But this we're won't going, work. No, we're doing this. We're going to Venus. Okay. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be a beach party. It sounds like, and, and it sounds like it's gonna be sort of gassy. But that's fine because it doesn't sound like it's stinky gassy. That was my only concern. Really, was that it'd be too stinky. Okay. So um, we have the destination. We have. The, you want to set uh, a t- like a timeline? Yeah, uh, like a couple of weeks. So this is what I kind of wanted to mention. I'm going to be out of town most of March. Okay. Oh, March. Um, so maybe mid-April? Oh, that's not a yeah, good okay, time. Yeah, okay, mid-April. Uh, okay. Oh, it's not a good that's time for season. Venus? Okay. Oh, no. Um. Uh. Well, I mean, uh, Miss Bridger... Tony Antonio, do you want to come with us? Because we, we, we need to accommodate your schedule as well, if you want to go on this journey. Me? Oh. Vi- y- yes, yes I, I was asking you. I'm sorry. We, we don't have a lot. Like, if you look around here, there aren't a lot of the Bridger Tony Antonios in the room. Fair. Th- I mean, this is at you. work, there's just so many of us. You have to be really clear. Um, yeah. No, thank you. I, I'm just kind of over space. Oh, oh! Yeah. You've already done it so much. I, don't know. Huh? I mean, you wouldn't okay. understand, but no, that's cool. I yeah, no, that sounds. It sounds really cool. It sounds like it's a really neat place. I've never, you know, I haven't even wanted to go till now, anyway. So you know, well, everyone wants to go when they're little. And no, then you get you, then you go, exactly. and it's yeah, it's not a big deal later. No, I never wanted to go. I never planned or dreamed of it. Yeah, I just but just right now, I just want to go to Venus. Sure. Do you think maybe whatever. at least our rocket can be guided by some of your parrots? I feel like that would pros- possibly come in handy. Can they fly through space? Is that something that they're capable of? You just need to get out of orbit and you'll see them. No need to worry. Oh, they're already out there. Yeah, we felt it was easier to start interplanetary. Oh, wow, that does sound easier. A lot less to prejudice start. against yeah. robots um, in space. Oh, yeah, that that makes sense. Okay, well, I feel like, 
Okay. So I mean, yeah, space program wise, Dr. London, where are we at? Uh, I think we're pretty good. Um, and I was, you know, people might say, well, how are you even, what, where's your ship? There's so many of these spaceships now that we can get a secondhand one pretty easily. That I'm yeah. not worried about. Yeah, it sounds like a very upper middle class question. Yeah. Yeah, I think once Bezos is done with his, we should be able to pick it up pretty cheap. Yeah, and fast without delivery. So, um, do you th- do you think Prime covers it? I I assi- like I don't I can't think of a reason why it wouldn't. Yeah. Um, if not, I could just send a few birds over. Oh, oh, thank that would you. be so nice. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I mean, well, I, mean I think we got to figure it out, Doctor London. Yeah, that's that's easy. Space program. People try to complicate this stuff, but it's not that hard. Uh, yeah. So, uniforms, crop top or nothing, uh, gas mask maybe with sunglasses, and yeah, have some birds to meet you. And have some birds. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, if you wouldn't mind, um, Miss DeBridgetoni Antonio, uh, go ahead and I, I see that you, there is a bird in the room that we've been quietly ignoring. Um, yes. Would you mind? We've only been talking and sitting which is why yeah. it wasn't attacked uh would you mind having that bird destroy the chore wheel because we every week we have to have it destroyed and then rebuild you know build it anew with new chores sure sure um okay was that to me or was it okay? there it goes oh it it's eating the chore i, I guess i wasn't expecting that does it, does yeah. it, is that how it fuels itself, I guess? Like, does it actually consume stuff? It eats stuff? Yeah. It, I mean, just like any sort of bird, it eats its prey. Okay. Oh, yeah, its prey is just anything and, you tell it, huh? Yeah, and that really also helps with um, any sort of bad reviews. You know, we don't get photos typically, so that helps with our online presence. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, um, that makes me a little nervous to see this there because it is kind of eyeing me now. Um, if gah, gah! Oh! Uh, I mean, Doctor Lennon, it's, it sounds yeah, like was... whether we like it or not, when we go home, there's a good chance there's going to be one of these birds, yeah, sort of surveying us and relaying information about us back. <sighs> okay, well, um, and Doctor Lennon, we started this show talking about roasting our listeners with their personal information that they gave us that we have every right for, but now it sounds like you're uncomfortable having this attacking robot gathering data on you. Yeah, I am a hypocrite in that You are regard. a hypocrite. Okay, well, so, so, so thank you, Miss um, uh, Flavia D. D. Bridger, Tony Antonio, for, for being on the podcast. Uh, is, is there any way, um, any, are you a fan of anyone or want to share uh kind of anything any way for our listeners to keep up with you or someone you like one of my favorite podcasts and our robots favorite podcast is called the startup is being recorded so uh feel free to check that out you can also find some of the people i really love on highwire improv which is all online and quite funny birds the birds love it okay great all right, well, thank you so much to, to Miss uh, DeBridger Tony Antonio. Uh, thank you to our producer, Cameron. Uh, thank you to Digital the Host. Autonomous metal birds fly into your home without warning and then start attacking you. They also say, get a vaccine. Get a vaccine. When someone coughs, shout, get a vaccine.
say, get a vaccine. Get a vaccine. Alex Jones. Also say, get a vaccine. And you know, everyone is so obsessed with Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Say, get a flamethrower, gas masks. Chupacabra. Booty shorts. So I can speak for all religions. Frogs are being turned gay. Frogs are being turned gay. Alex Jones. Frogs are being turned gay. Alex Jones. Frogs are being turned gay. Info Wars. Frogs are being turned gay. Alex Jones. Frogs are being turned gay. 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 Frogs are being turned gay.